Oh, come on, let's love him in this house. Come on, has the blood of Jesus ever gotten you out of any hard situation? Why didn't you lift him up? You've got a testimony. God is good. You've got a testimony. God's a savior. You've got a testimony. God's a blessing God. You've got a testimony. He's a way maker. Come on. Let's give him praise. Devil, you can't win because we've got the blood of the lamb and it has given us a testimony and we have overcome. Come on. We have overcome the world. Somebody magnify him. Somebody worship him in this house. I give you praise. Come on, he brought you out of a tough situation. He brought you out of the miry clay. Don't forget what God has done for you, even on your worst day or on your best day. God's been good to me. Let's lift our hands all across this building. Come on, let's lift up our voices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, when you got the blood of the Lamb and you got a testimony that says, I'm living right, I'm walking with the blood of the Lamb, I'm walking with the Lamb of God, there is no devil in hell that can stop you. You are part of the church that Jesus Christ is building. And he said, the church that I'm building, the gates of hell shall not prevail against that church. Hallelujah. I have dominion. I have authority by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands one more time and give God a shout of praise. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Matthew chapter 19. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26. And then we're going to be turning to the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 37. And then Luke 18 and 27. Sorry, Luke 1 and 37 and Luke 18 and 27. I'll give you time to turn to Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26. Hallelujah. Amen. I also want to announce that uh, because of the weather, as it was already stated, we will be having our business meeting this upcoming Wednesday. So please make an effort to be there. Um, it looks like it's going to be sunny. It might be cold, but it'll be sunny, and we'll, we'll get it warmed up in here for you in Jesus' name. There will also be uh, that box in the back with questions where you can ask any financial question, personal finance, uh, maybe different things. Now, there's some things we, we may not have the answer right away, but uh, we'll find you the answer. And some that uh, I just know how it is when people start asking questions, some questions just uh, they'll be answered in the lesson or uh, and or they're not relevant to the topic. So uh, please, we'll have that out there. It'll be a great time. There'll also be two sign-up sheets in the back, and you don't want to miss that in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26. Welcome to all our guests and visitors. We're so thankful that you're here. And our repeating guests and visitors, we're glad that you're here as well in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. With God all things are possible. Turn to your neighbor and tell him that. With God all things are possible. Skip over to Luke chapter 1. Now, normally I read one portion of Scripture, but it makes me sound a lot more photosynthesis if I give a couple more verses. That's a joke for some that don't know. Sometimes big words we don't know. Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'm going to read that again. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Say that to your other neighbor. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Let's go a little further. Y'all ready for this? Luke chapter 18 and verse 27. And he said, the things which are impossible with men are, impo are, are possible with God. We're going to read that again. The things that are impossible with men, you fill in the blank, with women, with fallen humanity, those things which are impossible for them are possible with God. And I want to preach with all of my heart today on this subject. With God. With God. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray across this building? Come on, we need the help and the hand of God. Because with men, with other people, those things are impossible. But with God, it's possible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. And with God, all things are possible. Come on, let's give our, let's give our great God a great praise in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's give God a shout of praise. Come on, did you come to church by yourself or did you come to church with God, with the help of God, with the hand of God? Come on, did you go to work this week by yourself or did you do it with God? Oh, Come on, let's give him praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to preach that for a few moments with God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. with God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 tells us, for without faith it is impossible to please God because he or she that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder 
of them that diligently seek him. I want to tell you that belief in God is the fundamental principle of anything that you can accomplish in this life. If you do not have faith in God, you will not have a successful walk with God. For my Bible would tell me that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Can I help somebody here this afternoon? There's a lot of people that are trying to please God across this world. Some that are like the prophets of Baal. They are cutting themselves, trying to get a hold of God. But I want you to know you can't please God by cutting yourself. Uh, amen. There's other people that think uh, if I give a certain amount of money to a charity, that somehow that's going to please God. If I give penance and I pay my way out of my mistakes, that somehow what I have paid into the system will please God. But I want to tell you, without faith, you can't please God. If I get religious and I go to church seven days a week, uh, then maybe my religious duties uh, and my deontology, which is the art and the study of just doing things, uh, amen, because it's a responsibility to do them, uh, that somehow my good works are going to be seen by God, and it's going to please God. But I've come to help you here today that without faith, uh, you cannot it is impossible to please God. You gotta believe in God. You gotta believe that everything God said. You gotta believe God's word. You gotta believe God's promises. You gotta believe the voice of God. You gotta believe the word of God. You gotta believe the preaching of God. Oh, somebody give him praise. Too many people are trying to live life, uh, amen, without faith in God. Uh, amen. They're trying to live their life with a bad theology. Can I help you here today? Your theology matters. Well, I don't know about that. Yes, it does. And I'm not just talking about what you believe about salvation. Yes, that does matter. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There is only one way to be saved. Well, Grandma told me I just had to accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. I've come to help you here today. That's nowhere in your Bible. Amen. Well, I, I believe Grandma. You have faith in Grandma. You're not pleasing God. But if you have faith in God's Word, that Word will tell you that except a man or a woman is born again of water and of spirit, Amen. you got to repent of your sins, as Peter said. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. We put you under the water, and your old sinful self goes down. Amen. Your old man that's full of sins and full of mistakes, we put you down in a watery grave, and you come up in newness of life, and you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and you don't do it any other way than the Bible way. When you get the Holy Ghost, my Bible says you'll speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives gives the utterance. Oh, somebody give him praise if you receive that salvation. That is the only way to be saved. Don't let anybody lie to you. Well, if I, if I do, if I pray to this statue, I'll be saved. No, you won't. Ain't no statue going to save you. They're, they can't even cry for you. They can't even, they can't pray for you. Amen. There's some people that think, well, if I'm just religious, I'll be saved. And if I just do a certain, if I just look a certain way, I'll be saved. No, you still got to do it the Bible way. But when I say your theology matters, I'm not just talking about whether or not you believe, amen, biblical salvation or what somebody told you about salvation. 
Theology is the study of, of, of God, and, and we can get into Christology, and, and I've, I've got a very deep understanding of Christology as best as I can in this human form, and I'm going to keep striving for it because every time I read the Bible, I see Jesus. Amen. From my bread program, Bible readers out there, see, you, you might read that and you see all these laws and oblations and wave offerings. Amen. But I, I see a ram in the thicket for Abraham, and I see Jesus. Amen. You see a priesthood, but I see a more excellent high priest that can be felt with the feelings of my infirmities. I see Jesus. But when I say theology and your theology matters, I'm talking about whether or not you believe in God. There's really only three possibilities. Amen. There, are, there, is, there is one, which is proper theology, and that is to believe in God. You have a theism. Amen. Now, now, now we got to get you from theism, amen, to apostolicism, if I could put it that way. Because you can't just believe that God is, amen. You got to believe in the God of the Bible, and you got to believe in what He said, and you got to believe in His Word. You got to take Him at His Word. And you can't say, well, all of them must be the same as Jesus. No, they're not. We can get into that another time. That's another debate that we can preach about some other time. But it is important that you start here. Everybody that comes to God must believe that God is. Amen. Well, how do I win somebody that doesn't believe in God? You don't. You don't. But you wait around long enough and you love them long enough and there will come a moment. There will come a moment, I don't want to get ahead of myself, where impossibility strikes and it lets them realize, amen, that with man it's impossible. And they start looking around at anybody that's got faith because they don't have no faith. And they look for somebody to help them because they don't have anybody to help them. And they go from one relationship to another. And they go from one degree to another trying to find help and can't find it. And finally they come back to their old friend they called stupid, amen, that believes in God. And they start asking you about your relationship with God. That's how you win an atheist. Amen. There's, there is theism to believe in God. Then there is a step that is, that is a little different from that, and that's agnosticism. And that is to believe that there, there is a God. I just don't know who he is, and I don't really think he cares about me. Hey, hallelujah. I'm preaching to a society that, that, that most people live in this world right here. Yeah, God might exist, but if he's out there, he doesn't care about me. Let me dispel that right now. There is a God in heaven that left his throne in heaven. Come on. Infinity became an infant. Immortality took on mortality. The, the God that was invisible became visible. The God that was outside of time stepped into time. The God that could not die died for you and I. Amen, I want to help you. Amen, don't listen to the lie of the devil that says that if there is a God, he doesn't care about you. I want to help you understand about our God. Our God is an ever-present help in time of trouble. Our God is one that parts rotters. Our God's the one that splits rocks and red seas. Our God is the one that brings manna from heaven. Our God's the one that provides our every need. Our God... Our God's the one that'll take kings and bring them low. Our God's the one that'll shake heaven and earth just to save one soul. Our God is the one that will reach out to the furthest and bring them in. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, God loves you. God cares about you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him, not in themselves, but in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's a God in heaven that came to earth that loves us.
Oh, I wish I had somebody that believed that here today. Come on, let's give him praise. That's a lie of the devil. There are people living their lives right now like that. Yeah, there might be a God, but I'm not so sure about him. If there was a God, that's their premise. If there were a God, why are there so many wars and famines and problems in the world? Well, I got, I got to start with your premise. If there's a God, first things first, there is a God. And it's interesting to note that nobody wants to blame humanity for the problems that happen with humanity. Mm, they want to blame God. It's a lot easier to blame something they can't see than to blame the person they see in the mirror every day. Nobody wants to say there's famine in the land because I'm too greedy. I got a lot of food and I don't want to send it out. There's, there's a lot of people that want to complain and they want to say God's the problem. And yet they're ones that are funding world wars across, amen, the world, amen. There's people that, that they, they, they want to say God's the problem. And yet when they live their daily life, it turns out that they pass their neighbor by in the ditch day by day and don't care about them. They want to say that God's the problem and yet they withhold from others when they have the ability. Amen. I want to help you here today. God's not the problem. We're the problem. And God is the solution if you think the world's evil look in the mirror and say today I'm making a decision I'm going to stop living like God doesn't exist I'm going to start living and be in the hands of Jesus the feet of Jesus the mouth of Jesus I'm going to tell somebody about the love of God I'm going to let everybody in Carson City know there's a God in heaven and he loves you oh somebody give him praise come on let's magnify that God Oh, let's give him praise. There's only one other level beyond this, and that is atheism. Do not believe that there is a God. Again, the premise is wrong. I used to claim to be an atheist because I thought the same thing. If there's a God in heaven, why is my life so messed up? Because my parents did drugs. It's not that hard to understand when you start thinking about it logically uh, because people made bad decisions uh, because people, when they should have stayed married, they got divorced and ended up with somebody else and, and now there's a broken family and, and, and God said it even in Matthew. He said it was not so at the beginning and, and, and there's people that make decisions against what God had said originally and now the world's plunged into darkness uh, and now the Bible says that men love darkness rather than light uh, when God even comes by with a solution. Uh, there's people that say, I don't want the solution because I love the problem. If you ever want to get free from the problem, you got to stop loving the problem, hanging out with the problem. you got to say, God, give me a solution even if it hurts me, even if it convicts me. i got to get saved. i got to get right. Well, I don't believe in God. Yeah, there's some people that would say that. I don't believe in God. Well, I would venture to say that most people at best are agnostic. They believe there probably is a God. They just don't want to believe in him because if they believe in him, then they have to obey him. And people don't want to obey God because if they obey God, they can't live the way they're living. Mm -hmm. And most people, truth be told, are not smart enough to be atheists. I'll throw myself in that hat. I'm not smart enough to be an atheist. To somehow conceive that there was something from nothing, but there was nothing before the nothing. 
that everything that we see and, 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 and everything that we exist comes from a big bang because particles explode with particles and everything became and it's random act and you and I are just random acts of nature. But I got questions. Where'd the particles come from? You gotta have a lot of faith to be an atheist. Uh, you Which really leaves us with only one choice. There is a God. Whether you choose to acknowledge him or not is irrelevant. There, I am convinced at every sunset there's a God. I am convinced every day that the sun rises there is a God. I am convinced every day that the ocean doesn't overtake the earth and all the land that there is a God. I am convinced every day that a child is born and breathes in the midst of a world that they shouldn't even exist that there is a God. I am convinced every time I look around and I see people worship that there is a I wish somebody would give God great praise. There is a God in heaven. There is a God. This will make a lot more sense when you read the Bible. And it tells you in Psalms 14 and 1, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And I know people that have memorized that to use on their atheist friend. But I've come to preach here today about with God. But before we ever get to with God, i got to talk about without God. See, the fool didn't always say it with his mouth, but the fool says it with his heart. And every day that you and I get up and we live like God doesn't exist, we are foolish. Every day we get up and we live our lives and we go about our daily business and we don't include God in our daily business and we live without God. We are saying in our heart, God doesn't exist and we have become fools. Every time that we say, I'm going to have this marriage and it's going to be happy, but I'm not going to include God in it. We're not going to pray. We're not going to read the Bible and we certainly aren't going to make it to church. Amen. What we are saying is, I can do this without God. We are foolish in our heart. Every time that we say, I'm going to handle my finances because I'm somehow moral and I've got enough on the ball and we don't do anything about it and we don't, aren't faithful to God. What we're really saying is I will live my financial life without God. I don't need his help. And we have become foolish in our finances. Every time we say I'm going to run a business, I'm going to be a leader, I'm going to be in charge, but we do it without God. What we are saying is I am God and I will make the decisions, but the truth is Everything without God equals impossibility. Everything without God equals nothingness. Somebody give him praise. Come on, let's give him praise for just a moment. I came to preach what God laid on my heart. There's people you've been living without God for far too long, but you've been coming to church for a long time. But you've been living without God and going to church at the same time. And God sent a preacher to tell you, you can't do anything without God. There are people all across our world and unfortunately in our church that are saying, I can do this without God. Let me, let me put it straight. For all my critics out there, I can't pastor without God. So please, don't criticize us. Pray for us because I need the help of God and I can't do it without Him. 
We can't grow without God. We can't progress without God. We've got to have the help of God, the hand of God, and the love of God. And the difference between some people and others, some got this revelation. Everybody, sometime or another, falls into being a fool. I've, I've been guilty of it. I've lived life, and I've gone through seasons of my life without God. Can I be honest with you? They were the brokest times of my life. I'm, I'm not just talking about finances, and then I am talking about finances, too. I've lived without God in my finances, and I've been busted, and everything fell apart, and I lost a job here, and I lost this. Everything collapsed. I've also lived without God, amen, when it comes to my health, and I've gotten sick. And yes, good people that trust in God get sick. I'm not here to, disclose, to, to debate that. But what I am saying is, when I made the active decision, I'm going to do this without God. Amen, I've been in that position where I've made decisions without the hand of God, without the advice of God and I have seen every single one of those decisions fall apart but then I've also made decisions that I don't know why I'm saying yes God but I said yes anyways when God told me to and I've seen it work out time and time and time again I trust God and I choose to live my life with God oh somebody lift up your hands and love him Come on, let's love him in this house. Come on right now. Come on, you're thinking over your life right now, and you're saying, I've tried to do this without God, but I can't do it without God. I need God every day. Come on, let's lift up our hands and let's pray. I didn't come to preach a pretty sermon. I am burdened. I am burdened for ARC. There's too many people that are living without God, and they're saying they're living for God, but you need Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. I don't want to go to work without God. doesn't matter if you're a plumber or a CEO. Don't do it without God. You might be picking up trash on the side of the road, but don't do it without God. Come on. You might be in the church and you got to plunge the toilet, but please don't do it without God. You might be leading in a certain area, but please do us all a favor. Don't do it without God. You might get an opportunity that nobody else got. Please don't take that opportunity lightly. Do it with God. Second Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 3. The Bible says, Now for a long season, Israel had been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. I'm going to pause on that part, and I'll get to the fun part here in a moment. But it's been a long season for Israel. And every time it's been a long season for Israel, wars happen. Mark it down as you read this Bible through the year. In fact, we've already started encountering some things as we get through Exodus and some of these other deals. And if you're late, there's some bread programs on the back. Please take one and read your Bible this year. Amen. But, but, but one of the key factors was the fact that they were without a law. If you don't read your Bible, you're not going to make it. 
Some people say, well, I'm going to go in the rapture. I'm going to go when Jesus comes back. When they start persecuting the church, I'll be there, and I'll let them lop my head off. But you didn't show up to prayer meeting. I'm sorry. You're not going to make it in the, in the end-time tribulation of any kind. Uh, whether you are pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you couldn't do it in an easy day, you're not going to do it in a hard day. Uh, if you couldn't dress a certain way, act a certain way, talk a certain way, when it was easy and legal, you certainly can't do it. But I got good news for the church of the living God that is doing it right. If you can do it right now, you'll have the strength to do it when they say you can't go to church. You'll have the strength to do it when they say you got to look a certain way and you say, no, I'm a Christian. When they put the bread of the king's table and you say, I will not eat it. God will sustain you. Oh, somebody give him praise. There is a lot of people that want to act like they've got it all together. But in an easy season, they can't do it. In easy seasons, people couldn't do it. And then 2020 hits, and now they fall apart. How deep or how shallow is your walk with God? Or have you been living for God? That's the big key. You can do a lot of things for God, but not do them with God. And it undoes it all because God wants to walk with you. He doesn't want you walking for him. They were a long season without the one true God. And the problem is when you live without the one true God, you start bringing in other gods. Mark it down. Every time that the, the Israel got rid of and stayed away from the one true living God, they started building up other idols, and they started building golden cows, and they started building high places, and they started, amen, they started watching television again, and they started getting on movies again because, well, nothing's really happening. The truth is God never left you. You walked away from him, and he said, I'll come back, and I'll help you out of this. But all those other gods have got to go. People, this is, the, this, is the, this is the condition of Israel and the condition of people. If we don't get on our knees and start praying and saying, God, help me. Everybody is susceptible of going a long season without God. Because what will happen is it's a trick of the devil. You'll start living without God and not even know it. And you're like Samson. You shake yourself and you expect God to move on your behalf until one day you're far enough away from the sheepfold and you shake yourself and there's no help. Help, amen for you because amen you have departed from being with God and you start to say well I'll just come and I'll shout at church but when you show up you don't have a shout left because you don't feel like it today and the devil has duped you and the devil has tricked you he got you away from God for long enough where now you started learning that I can do this without God and God sent a preacher today to tell you stop doing it without God you gotta have it It's been a long time without God. Married without God. Finances without God. Health without God. Business without God. All these different things. And it doesn't work out. And it's the grace of God. God brings impossibility. Let me say that again. God brings impossibility. It is God's way from the invisible realm, amen, to reveal to us in, in this world and in this life that we have a dependency on Him. 
why some people don't go to church until they lose everything. Not everybody. Some people, they got it quick. Amen. If you don't want to go down to the lowest place, amen, just get a hold of Jesus now. But the grace of God will, will fight for you. Amen. And, and the grace of God will fight for you. And if, if the grace of God has to, it will fight against you. Because sometimes we desire the wrong things. And the grace of God says no. That's why the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. A transgressor has turned and gone the opposite direction of the grace of God. And the reason it's hard is not because of the devil, not because of life, but because they're living without God. And the grace of God has its claws in your back trying to pull you and the grace of God he cares about us so much that he will make every he'll put every stumbling block that's why the Bible says of Jesus he is a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense people don't want to be offended but Jesus will lay down right in front of them amen and offend them back into heaven he doesn't mind if you're offended as long as you get to heaven he's you can get bitter all you want at Jesus, but as long as you make it to heaven, you can get all messed up as long as you want, but as long as he gets you right on the right track. They've been without God for a long season. And people get to this position without God where they figure out, I can do some things, and they didn't even have to pray about it. I didn't, I didn't have to be at church. Man, I got it figured out. I had a good day. And I didn't have to do anything with God that day. And one day becomes two. Two days becomes three. Three becomes six. Six becomes 12. Come on, somebody. 12, 24, and then it's 12 months, and then it's 24 months, and, and then it's been years, and, and they've been out of church. And I heard a story of one man that he left the church, and his grandson, amen, who didn't know anything about God, started going to that church. It had been about 50 years, and, and, and he, he found out from, from one of the saints that his grandpa used to go to that church, and he said, Grandpa, why would you stop going to church? And the guy scratched his head and said, Well... I have to think about that for a moment. It's been about 45, 50 years. And he said, oh, I remember. They put the piano on this side, and I wanted it on that side. And then... When you think about that, that's more than that's happened more than once for some people. They've got an entire generation that doesn't know God because one generation couldn't keep their life with God. Amen. And there's an entire group of people that if they'd have just said yes to God, the next generation would have had an easier path to say yes to God. What am I preaching to you? We can't go a long season without God. We can't go a long time without God. I can't one day, one minute. I gotta remind myself every day, Evan, you can't do it. You need Jesus every moment of every hour of every day. Oh, let's lift up our hands and let's pray. Come on, let's pray for just a moment. Come on, we're going to get to the good part here in a moment. But somebody needs to get a hold of this. You've got to stop doing life without God, making decisions without God. It's not helping your family. It's not helping your finances. It's not helping your walk with God. It's not helping your Christianity. It's making you less of a Christian, not more of a Christian. You've got to get back to Jesus. You've got to get back to church. You've got to get back to the Word. You've got to get back to the teaching priest. People have been a long season without God. So all of a sudden go a long season without a priest. They don't need a pastor anymore. And they go a long time without the law of God. Now God can't even tell them what to do. I am above 
the law. But I came to give somebody hope because I came to preach about with God and build your faith. But when they had in their trouble, because trouble always comes when we live without God. But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Well, pastor, I've been away from God for a long time. Pastor, I've been going to church and I've been faithful, but man, I've sure have made a lot of decisions without God recently. Amen. It just takes one prayer meeting. It just takes one trip to the altar. Amen. To say, God, I admit it. I have done this far too long without you. I have tried and I have tried and I have worked and it hasn't worked. And God, I admit to myself and I don't care who's watching. I've done it without God and I am tired of trying and trouble keeps popping up. I am tired of of doing it all alone and trouble just seems to be my best friend and my only company and they seek the Lord and guess what he didn't run away from them he was just waiting for them to turn around and say God I gotta stop living without you God I gotta stop worshiping without you God I gotta stop going to church without you God I I gotta have him I gotta have him in the morning I gotta have him in the noontime I gotta have him as Job said he's more precious than even the food that I eat. David said his word is like honey and the honeycomb. It's better than silver, better than gold, better than a promotion, better than a job. This God that I serve, I can't live without him. I can't breathe without him because without God there is nothing. Oh, I wish somebody would clap their hands and shout. I've lived without him, but he never lived without me. He's been there the whole time. He's been there the whole time. I might have walked away, but he's reached out for my hand time and time again. I might have pulled away, but he kept on reaching. He kept on loving. Oh, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. I don't have all the answers, but I know a God that does. And you can't do it without God. Come on, you can't live without God. Yes, it's possible to be alive without God, but you can't truly live without God. Got to have him. Got to have him. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Come on, there's some folks saying, I made some decisions without God. I'm going to go back and I'm going to change my decision. I, I'm going to pray about it. I, I've done certain things that, you know what, I didn't really pray about that. But you know what, I'm going to go back. Maybe I said some things I shouldn't have said. Amen, I'm going to go back and make it right because after I got a hold of God, he convicted me and told me to make it right. I, I'm going to do things Jesus' way, the Bible way. And I'm going to just, come on somebody, I, I'm going to start doing things with God. I feel Jesus. I feel, oh man, I feel Jesus. Come on, you're visiting here today, and you think you came here by accident, but you didn't come here by accident. Jesus has been calling to you for a long time, and God brought you to this house to tell you, you don't have to do this by yourself anymore. Come on, you don't got to raise those kids by yourself. You don't have to be married by yourself. Come on, you don't have to try to struggle by yourself. You can bring God into the equation, and God with anything is always the majority.
All things are possible with God. Say that, with God. Some things. Now see, some people quote this to put it on their Instagram, a picture of themselves. All things are possible. They miss the main part. With God. It's not referring to your backflip. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. No. With God. All things are possible. I just don't know how I can forgive. I understand. But with God. But you don't know what's happened in my life. I don't know how I can. You're right. I don't know how you can. For with men, it is impossible. But with God. With God, all things are possible. Say it out loud. With God, all things are possible. We're going to say it till somebody believes it. With God, all things are possible. With God, say that again. With God, with God, with God. You can't do it without God. You need to have God in the equation. For with God, all things are possible. Somebody ought to shout and clap their hands and give God praise. Let's stand across the building and let's give God a shout of praise. With God. I've done it without him, and it didn't work. I've tried, and it just ended in trouble. I made mistakes without God. I created Ishmael's without God. I've made decisions I shouldn't have made without God. But with God, all things are possible. With God, nothing is impossible. With God. Church, we can't do it without God. Listen, I, I, I'll be vulnerable. I am the first to admit I don't have a clue what I'm doing half the time. But I know how to pray. He's a little young to be the pastor. Yeah, you're right. I am. I have no clue what I'm doing. Please have a little mercy. But I know how to pray. And I got a lot of verses memorized. And I know how to preach my way out of trouble. Amen. I, I, I'm trying the best I can. But I've made it up in my mind. I refuse to do it without God. Well, I don't know if that's going to be enough. It was enough when Gideon had 300. But he had God. It was enough when Moses and Aaron had a rod and nothing else. But they had God somebody ought to give God praise I don't know how I'm going to buy a new building I'm not your Messiah but with God all things are possible with God nothing shall be impossible with God With God, 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 with God. Do 
you want a key of life? Here's a key of life. Stop trying to live without God and expecting things to change. This world, as Daniel saw in the vision, goes from gold to silver to bronze to iron to iron and clay, and then it collapses. Without God, we depreciate, elder. You want to be a depreciating asset in the kingdom of God? Just start living without God, and you'll see yourself go from being a gold saint to a silver saint to a bronze saint. But if you do it with God, you'll see yourself be a little stone that becomes a great mountain, that becomes a pillar in the house of God, that somehow, someway, didn't know how they were going to make it last month, but this month, they made it up in their mind, I'm going to be stable. I made it up in my mind. I'm going to go up, and I'm going to elevate, because I'm living with God. Without God, as simple as I could put it, nothing would exist. Without God, let's say something did exist. Noah would have died like everybody else in a catastrophic flood and humans wouldn't exist. Without God, Abram would have stayed Abram and never became Abraham. Sarai would have been staying Sarai and never became Sarah. And they would have died childless without purpose in this life. Jacob, if he was even born, would have stayed a liar and a cheater and a supplanter and never had the encounter with God. Amen. Without God. Joseph would have stayed in a pit. And if he got out of the pit, he would have stayed as a slave. And if he hadn't stayed as a slave, he would have still gone to prison. And he would have never made it to the palace without God. Without God, Moses would have been killed by the Egyptians like all the other baby boys. Without God, Israel would have stayed slaves for much longer than 400 years. Without God, the Red Sea never would have swallowed Pharaoh and his army. Without God, Israel would have starved and dehydrated in the wilderness. Without God, Jericho's walls would have never fallen. Without God, Rahab would still be a harlot stuck in Jericho, living a life of sin. Without God, Samson would have been ordinary with no strength to deliver Israel. Without God, Gideon's army of 300 would have died that day. Without God, David would have died fighting a lion or a bear but he definitely would have died fighting a giant without God Solomon would have stayed stupid as a young man for the rest of his life without God Israel would have stayed in captivity without God Daniel would have been eaten by lions without God Shadrach Meshach and Abednego would have burned in the fire without God Jesus would have never saved us without God Bartimaeus would still be blind without God Jairus' daughter would be dead. The young man would still be dead. And Lazarus would have stayed in that tomb for longer than four days. Without God, the woman with the issue of blood would have stayed sick until she died. Without God, the lame man in Acts 3 would have stayed broken. Without God, Peter would have been a cussing fisherman. And without God, without God, I would have committed suicide. 
And without God, I'd be going from one party to the next. And without God, I've been on drugs just like my mother and father. And without God, you'd be lost and you'd be undone. Without God, you'd have never come up from where you came from. But with God, Noah saved his family. With God, Isaac was born. With God, Jacob became Israel. With God, Joseph got promoted to the palace. With God, Moses became a deliverer. With God, Israel walked through and parted the Red Seas to freedom and provision. With God, Jericho's walls fell over. With God, Rahab got the opportunity to be in the lineage of Jesus Christ. With God, Samson had enough strength to deliver Israel. With God, Gideon won the victory. With God, David killed a lion. David killed a bear and David killed a giant that wouldn't shut his mouth with God Solomon became the wisest man that ever lived with God Daniel stopped the mouths of lions with God the three Hebrew boys looked left and they looked right and they saw a fourth man in the fire and the only ones that died that day were those that threw them in the fire be careful who you throw in the fire if they live with God with God Jesus came to save, to heal, to deliver. With God, we can worship freely. With God, we can see miracles. With God, we can see God work. I'm done preaching. I want to open up this altar. Would you come? Why don't you exit your seat? Lift up your hands and say, God, I've tried to do it without you. But today... I'm going to live my life with God. My God is holy enough. He will supply all I need. He is my El Shaddai. He always looks out for me. Jehovah Jireh. He is my God. Come on. Make that your declaration. He's my God. My God is more than enough. He will supply all my needs. He is my El Shaddai. He always looks out for me. Jehovah Jireh. He is my God. Make that your prayer. I'm going to live with God. All of the earth is His. And the fullness thereof. Everything that I need. You can be sure of. Jehovah Jireh. Oh, my God. 